And now for another installment of Stream Theater. I see. You boys at Too Many Flicks are reviewing our movie. I did a lot of work in prepping for this. Some say it was out of control, and I said, Ooga booga wooga. Ah, ah, ah. Can I just say, Ben, your Zack Snyder impersonation is spot on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Um, Just fucking I kidding. That's Jeremy. That really sucks. <laughs> I think I peaked a lot actually when I did. Oh that. no! Oh no! So uh, I will do the laugh again for every. Wooga wooga wooga. There you go. <laughs> Goodness. Oh. This time my levels are good. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, friends. Welcome. Huh? <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, you know what we're not gonna do? You know what we're not gonna do? Yeah. Spend four hours getting you into the fucking point of this. <laughs> so oh, why don't God. we just get right into it and say who we are? My name's Ian. My name's Ben. And I'm Matt. This is Too Many Flicks. It's Stream Theory. What we do here is we take some sort of streaming property that you can find on a standard streaming service, meaning you don't need to like buy Showtime or some something extra with it, uh, and you we review it. We talk about it. And how do we do that? We talk about the good, the bad, and the remake. We crowdsource some good things about art, some bad things about the art, and then, you know, Hollywood is inevitably going to recycle shit in five to ten years, so we get down and dirty in the sandbox of ideas, and we come up with a remake. At the end of it all, we assign some value. How do we assign value, you ask? Well, good question. We do it through a grading scale. Would it be numerical? <laughs> no, that would make sense. No, what we do is we have at the very top of our grading scale, it is a must watch. It's important, it's topical, it's powerful, go. It's a must watch. Just beneath that, we have it's on the list. That means that, you know, it's really good. It's completely solid. It is close to a masterpiece, if not so, but it's just not topical enough. But hey, it's there. It's on the list, right? At the middling level, you have something for the background. It's inoffensive. You can put it on, you can do dishes, chores, it, whatever the fuck. You don't need to pay attention. It's for the background. As we slide on down to the lower half of our grading scale, we come upon the I would rather, wherein we, your hosts, have to say something we would rather do than watch said streaming property again. And at the bottom of the barrel, at the worst of the worst, you know, we have, I, I can't even get into a gross metaphor because there's so much to cover. It's the kissing booth. It's the worst thing we've watched yet. And, uh, you know, when you find the bottom of the barrel, what do you got to do? You got to make a bigger barrel. So, hey, hey, what are we, uh, what are we talking about today, gang? What, what's the, what's the sitch? All right, yeah, we're we're talking about that. Uh, we're talking about the Snyder cut. We, I mean, like, we could avoid it for so long, but like, we we just kind of have to d dig into it. Um, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Snyder cut of Justice League. It's here. It's four hours, and boy, is it four hours. Um, it sh we have it sure is four hours. <laughs> yep, yep. that like is three a minutes. Fact. All right, uh, Matt. Matt, why don't you give us the rundown? Hell yeah. Okay, so Zack Snyder's Justice League is a recut of the, what was it, 2017 uh, Justice League. Uh, it is directed by Zack Snyder. It is, uh, the story was written by Zack Snyder, Chris Terrio, and a couple other people. The screenplay is by Chris Terrio. Uh, the cinematography is by Fabian Wagner. And 
And the movie is starring Ben Affleck, Henry Cavill, Amy Adams, Gal Gadot, Ray Fisher, Jason Momoa, Ezra Miller, Willem Dafoe, Jesse Eisenberg, Jeremy Irons, Diane Lane, Connie Nelson, J.K. Simmons, lots and lots and lots of other people. Fucking David Thewlis is in it, too. It's a whole... There's a lot of people in this movie. Um, And the premise of this movie is determined to ensure Superman's ultimate sacrifice was not in vain. Bruce Wayne aligns forces with Diana Prince with plans to recruit a team of metahumans to protect the world from an approaching threat of catastrophic proportions. All right. That's the movie. Let's get into this. Ben, you had a good, I'm going to kick it to you. What's your first good? All right, so let me start off by saying this is much better than the Josh Whedon version. Um, like, leaps and bounds. It was cut it. It was surgically edited and just a hot fucking mess. Uh, this has cohesion. Um, now, within that, we, we have, uh, you know, valid criticisms of the script and things of that nature. So I will say this as a good that Cyborg is the heart and soul of this movie, and it's, it is a travesty and an outright spit in the face to um ray fisher um and low-key like racist as fuck to cut all that stuff from him and i understand why he is having a dispute with uh warner brothers and why he doesn't like joss whedon a lot right now Mm -hmm. um Mm. because that was important (laughs) it's just like that's an important piece of the the story they did it on a i think a pretty effective um as much as they could at what time they had without giving him an entire movie. I think they gave him a pretty effective backstory that worked. I honestly, it was so good. I want to see a cyborg movie. I so, would like that movie. Just, just for my own clarification and to set the stage for our listeners. So they mm-hmm. all know where each of us is coming from. I haven't seen the initial Whedon cut. You mean to tell me that like all of That's the cyborg stuff was pretty, pretty much, much just gone. Yeah, basically That's pretty, all that stuff. Like that's about five five percent of what we saw is in the, the original cut. Jesus, I mean, I'll tell you what. Uh, I think Cyborg was one of the more interesting characters in this movie for that reason. Mm-hmm. Despite I, I have feelings about the actor who played the father, but that's besides the point. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Jesus, Whedon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's man. fucking racist as fuck. What the it fuck? It drives the story. It it. Uh... It's like one of the few pieces of emotional cores in this story. Like, yeah, he's Absolutely. like the only superhero that has a full journey, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. and a really good one. I, honestly, following him, like, there's a lot of stuff going on outside of it. And <laughs> like you said, his father was okay. His father's been in the business for a while, so I don't. I feel like he wasn't given his best performance. That dude's actually pretty good. It was, I was like, okay, but uh, and, and Ray I Fisher like himself was, was really good. Sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, you're absolutely right. Ray Fisher is one of the he's, standouts in this. He's giving a he's giving he's giving a performance and he makes you feel in this comic book movie. <laughs> like there are moments, especially towards the end, where uh there's a scene towards the end with his with his family and himself. You'll see it. I'm not gonna spoil anything. I mean, it's it's four hours, so hopefully you'll get to that point. And uh, um it's it was very touching to me. It was it it him saying I'm not broken it just was a good moment uh, one of the few like genuinely good moments um, at least emotional moments in, in the movie so that's my good mm. 
And I'll say this. I, I 100% agree with that. And that's mm-hmm. because this cut uh, took the time, regardless of how eloquently or well done it was, but the building blocks were there mm-hmm. to actually give him something to learn and grow into, uh, something to strive for. Whereas a lot of the heroes in this just sort of are, you know? It's mm. just like, yeah. we just need to work together. And like mm-hmm. they don't grow or change. Like Batman just stays fucking Batman. He's just constantly, you know, like, hey, it's me. I'm Batman and I'm rich. And yeah, like he doesn't learn anything. He doesn't grow. Wonder Woman doesn't learn anything. She doesn't grow. She just exists and is badass. Like, and that's not compelling. We are in the goods, Ian. We're in the goods. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me get let me get in on this good. I was just trying to piggyback off the fact that Ray Fisher is like one of the few satisfying things in this film, regardless of how well it's done. Because uh, he is, as you said, he's bringing it. Um, I like. I have not seen any full film with Ben Affleck as Batman. While I don't like the Batman character in this, mm-hmm. I think he's doing an all right job. Like, yeah, he's doing a good job. He's I fine. I like his Batman yeah. a lot. I personally like it a lot. But then again, my Batmans are, are weird. I, I have a very interesting picks of Batmans that I like. So. Mm. I, I, my only problem with him is that he has far too distinctive a chin to actually be Batman. <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, fair. if you saw that chin on Bruce Wayne and then you saw that chin on Batman, you'd be like, um... Oh, yeah. Mm. But outside of that, I mean, I think he does a good job. He brings he brings it, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll save, we'll save stuff for bad. There's so later. much to talk about. We are in yeah. the goods. We're in the goods, and we're going to do the goods because... Uh, yeah. Um, it's our I also, job. I, I did some reading for my good. I wanna I wanna piggyback on some stuff that other people uh, have pointed out that I think is indicative of Joss Whedon's relationship with women. Um, mm-hmm. This film is a lot less sexist than mm, yes it is than the Whedon cut, um, mm. and it's down to even really subtle things like the scene towards the beginning where Wonder Woman is uh, fighting that group of (laughs) terrorists, right? Who then are there and then never show up again. Well, never mind about that. Um, That's something I need to (laughs) talk about. Yeah, that's that's something for the latter half of this. Yeah, so (laughs) there's a bit where after she blocks all of the dude's M16 bullets, he has a line where he says, I don't believe it. And in this movie, she says, believe it, and then kicks his ass. Um, in the original, he says, I don't believe it. What are you? And then she says, believe it. In the second, in, in the Whedon version, he says, I don't believe it. What are you? And she says, a believer. So it's literally, it's that, that just that little shift from a direct thing of like, believe it. I'm fucking badass. Um, the other mm. scene that I, I I remembered a big difference in personally in watching it was the scene where Steppenwolf first appears to get the mother blah whatever and mother the, box the MacGuffin. No, I know. I was I, I was making a joke. I know the mother it's box. A, it's the mother box. It's a MacGuffin. It's the MacGuffin du jour. 
that will <laughs> end the world and for some reason was kept on Earth, even though we have people there's who can three go of to space. Them, actually. You know, there's three. Mm. Yes, there are three. Um, and uh, he appears uh, in front of the Amazons and he says, like, I will bathe in your fear. And in the Whedon version, that's it, basically. And then there's a fight scene. And in this one, there's an added line, which is uh, Queen Hippolyta says, Amazons, show him your fear. And they say, we have no fear. And then they fight. That is pretty fucking cool. I thought and that was great. That's that a was super a badass moment. moment. And like, mm-hmm. hey, Joss Whedon, you were, you were like fun and woke back in the early aughts. Mm-hmm. Um, that is so clearly not the case. So we thought. <laughs> So it seemed. Turns out you're actually kind of a kind of a jerk to to a lot of people on set, especially women. Hey, dude, come on. Yeah, this this like pretty much put a nail in anything that he can do for yeah. at least an, another decade uh, and be respected. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a good point, man. That's a really good point. It's much better with women, just in their fight sequences alone. Just like okay. <laughs> This mm. actually makes me want them to win. Like they're playing hot potato with the mother box. I fucking dig that. Um, that was that was a yeah. the Amazon sequence stands out as a pretty cool fight sequence. Yeah, that was and I'll say this: mm-hmm. I think it stands out as being so cool because it's one of the few sequences that doesn't overutilize slow mo. I I Very honestly true. can't even agree with you on that, but it's definitely in terms of Snyder's. Uh, usual seasoning, it's pretty tame. Um, but I, I do think that it's better. It's, I think it's the best, in my opinion, the best action sequence in this movie. Um, it's fucking dope. It's good. Yeah. I, uh, um, I do enjoy that fight scene at the end, though. Um, be, okay, so I think a lot of this is me remembering the Joss Sweden version and then being like, kind of duped into thinking like, oh, this is better. It's just like, this is good. So I got I to gotta, I gotta watch it like two other more times because I, I thoroughly enjoyed a lot of it. Um, again, the, the slow motion, it does piss me off. Um, and we'll talk about it because I have a lot of things. I'm like, dude, what? Uh, another good would be I do love Aquaman in this version a lot better. Mm. Honestly, I kind of mm. wish we got this Aquaman in the movie, Aquaman. Um, Jason Momoa's doing some pretty good work here. Um, and also, I'm going to put these two together. Uh, the When we first see Superman, I don't care. The Superman, once he gets the suit, Superman, uh, that sequence, until the end, I fuck with that Superman heavy. Um, I thought it was really cool. I thought he was really badass. Yes, he's still got that edge. He's not your... He's 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 not gonna be your uh, in this one if you if you want the Boy Scout. Um, that's not that's. I see the vision of where Snyder wants to take Superman. It's it's a, it's a journey. Um, it's it's an uh, it's, it's a saga. Um, and it's, he's gonna he's gonna go through a lot of shit to get there. Um, I think maybe too long. I think he's he's living in the edge of darkness a little too long with Superman. I think you you're gonna you would need to at least if there was a second movie to really give us the boy wonder. Um, but I, I like him in that struggle, and I do love Aquaman in this. Um, 
because he's just like ridiculously over the top in the Aquaman man movies. Like, yeah, <laughs> like this one, he's kind of subdued and like he's he's a little bit like you know you feel for him, especially when he's like, what, like your father? That was your father who died. Like that's fucked up, man. We just we we could have stopped this. We didn't have to do. You know, it's like small moments like that that he didn't have in the Wheaton version or even in the Aquaman movie, where I'm like, oh okay, that's pretty dope. Um, now, his scenes and some of this dialogue we could talk about later, but I think Jason Momoa was doing a pretty good job. And also, half of Superman's reveal was pretty decent to me. I also just like the black suit. <laughs> I like the black suit. I always appreciate Cav- Cavill's performance because he is mm-hmm. a-, a capable actor. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I think I think everybody gets a pretty solid do in this as far as, like, hero and hero moments like Snyder made sure to spread that wealth around a good bit mm-hmm. yeah I agree um, I'll say this uh, something I liked about this film uh, is I, I have two things that I want to talk about that I liked about this film before before I get into my my problems so I don't seem too harsh because like there, it, it is competent, all of this, right? Like, maybe mm-hmm. not the writing, but, uh, uh, like, <laughs> it is visually competent. Um, mm-hmm. I really like, first, that it's shot in the aspect ratio that it is. I actually kind of mm-hmm. like that choice. Um, I did like that moment where Superman is rediscovering himself on the ship. That was, like, mm-hmm. there, there's some there's some good stuff in there, right? Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Like, I know, I know exactly. I, I, I'm now starting to realize exactly what the problem is hmm. in this movie and why it doesn't. It to me, I, again, I enjoyed it. I, I think it's, it has a lot of rewatchable qualities. Um, four hours is a bit much, so you have to put out, <laughs> not do shit that day, um, break it into parts. But I, I thoroughly enjoy it. But I know why it doesn't click all the way. Um, Before we get, we get into that, yeah, I, we'll get into that later. Um, we'll get into that. With I, I have another good that Ian and I had sort of talked about off camera mm-hmm. and uh, off mic, rather. Hit me with it. So the inclusion of Darkseid. Darkseid was basically not in the Whedon one at all. Mm-hmm. Um, now the in, while I don't really care about the character of Darkseid. In, I'm, I'm aware that Darkseid is a very important villain in the DC universe. That I get. Um, and I, I understand where that's coming from. The thing that I think that the addition of Darkseid does well is it gives Steppenwolf a motivation outside of, look at me, I'm a big bad evil guy. Um, mm-hmm. Which is one of the things that I always I always get so bored with so many superhero villains because I'm like you're just bad for no reason, mm-hmm. you know like fucking Ronin from Guardians of the Galaxy, you know any of them where it's sure. just like I am bad because bad is me and you're like uh, well okay. actually you know what's really funny is that Steppenwolf does share. Quite a lot of parallels with with uh, Ronan. Ronan from Guardians, Absolutely. because they're both trying to gain their mentors' BBEG <laughs> uh, praise, like yeah. praise, right? And that is like mm-hmm. what makes Steppenwolf 
mildly compelling outside of like, I must terraform your world with anti-life. Yeah. Mm. The, I will say, and, and the difference between him and Ronan is that Ronan never has the, Ronan doesn't have any emotional depth. He, he mm. Ronan is always just like, ah, blah, blah, blah. whereas Steppenwolf has moments of vulnerability in this, mm-hmm. which, and, and it's in both his facial performance and in just his, the, like some the, of his the writing. Re, yeah. Yeah. The redesign of Steppenwolf also, yes, I think is really so good. Much better. Way yeah. cooler looking, way less like sort of generic super villain number two. Like, oh my God, I, I need to see this. I don't. I, I don't yeah, even know what the original Steppenwolf design was. He's bad. Yeah. So I. I feel like Steppenwolf gets a lot of beef in this. Not mm. beef. He gets. He gets beefed up. That's how you say that. Um, and and I like it because I like compelling villains. And while all of the sort of the bigger, I'm not a superhero person. So all of the the like really big elements are not the impact of those are sort of lost on me. But having a villain who's got a compelling reason to be doing what they're doing, fuck yeah, I'll take mm. that. You know? Yeah, it was much better. The 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 Whedon version. He's just like, I need the box's mother. He's like, fucking has this weird Oedipus complex with the boxes. I'm like, bro, what is happening? I'm glad they at least tried. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's that doesn't make any sense. There this movie definitely tries. This movie yeah. definitely tries. And I understand in watching this movie, you know, I I made fun of it off mic for like, you know, when people are like, "Oh, Zack Snyder's vision, his vision." And I'm like, "All right." But I get it. I get what his vision was for this. And does it come through as well as he hoped? No. Because, you know, it's a four hour long superhero movie. But Mm -hmm. I do think that there are things in this. So I was I've I've said this before. I was forced to watch. I wasn't forced, but um, I was on a when I went to Peru, my flight to and from Lima both showed the same two movies coming and going and it was justice league and wonder so i saw both of those movies twice Mm. and Mm. let me tell you there was a lot of resentment the second time around because i was Mm -hmm. like oh this again cool um and honestly i came into this ready to just like flush this down the toilet um and i am not going to do that. I think this movie has redeeming qualities. I think it's flawed. All art is flawed. I think that there's stuff in here that is significantly better than the Whedon cut. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, absolutely. Um, before we get into the bads, I will say one more thing and I'll leave it at that and then we can just jump in. Uh, I know, Ian, you touched on the cinematography and how it's comp- competently made. Uh, I will say just add on to that point, like they're a beautiful comic book panels moments in this that I think work really well that uh, Zack Snyder does really well actually. Um, it's not everyone's style. I, I completely understand the stylistic choices that he makes but a lot of the the scenes and the the, 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 the clips or the shots rather I see comic book panels mm. and I don't 
I just I really do especially towards the ending fight. I'm like, oh, that's a com- that's a panel, that's a panel, mm-hmm. that's a panel, that's a panel, um, and it just visually it's pleasing and and beautiful. So I just wanted to point that out there. Um, and and it I, works for I some, really, doesn't work for others. Mm-hmm. I really appreciated you mentioning that before I went into it because we had talked a little bit before uh, mm-hmm. I went away to watch this and you were like, I see certain moments that were like panels in a comic book in his mind. And when I was mm-hmm. watching this, it helped me readily identify some of those moments and mm-hmm. at least helped me in my head understand some of the slow-mo better. I'm not going to say it justifies all of it, Mm -hmm. but some of the slow-mo, I was like, all right, you love this image, and it is a beautiful image, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think you're right. He does, uh, at very specific moments, really capture the essence of, like, what it looks like to put a comic book on the screen. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I just he I just think he needs like a a good editor and our cinematographer with him to kind of like well let's get let's get into the bads let's, let's get, get into yeah the let's bads. do it because I wanna yeah. I wanna jump in here and say mm-hmm. uh, it, it, to keep going with what you were just talking about um, Zack Snyder would be an excellent B unit director mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. gets yeah. shots that look great. And I have to imagine, because he keeps getting work, that he does it for a reasonable price, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, this film is full of pretty pictures with no reason or very few reasons to care about them at any given time. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's because, like, as we talked about uh, earlier in this, Ben, uh, you mentioned uh, that Cyborg has, like, the best arc in this and it's because he truly does have an arc like everyone else like like maybe they have an arc but if they do it's either so convoluted it's hard to pin down or it's just not compelling like as much as i love jason momoa in this as much fun as he is as aquaman like what is his arc Uh, yeah, you know, one. like the the Atlanteans keep being like, "Hey, dude, like you have a duty as the as the ruler uh, or the rightful ruler or whatever uh, to like do the thing," and he's like, he's like, "Yeah, whatever. I don't fucking give a shit about Atlanteans." And then he still goes and saves the world and ends up doing the duty. But by the end of the film, has he changed his mind about Atlanteans? Has he changed his mind about anything? No, he's just a fucking cool dude that they fucking chilled with. And he surfs a guy (laughs) through a building. It's rad. But, like, there's nothing that compels us to care, right? Whereas with Cyborg, like, regardless of how uh, I feel separating myself objectively from, like, the performances... He has a very clear arc. He has a turbulent relationship with his father. And then by the end of the film, he has to work with his father and like accept that his father was just trying to do right with the stuff that he had and sees that his father is selfless, yada, da. And like, it is powerful in this film because it is like the only thing that happens that is uh, emotionally compelling, to me at least, I should say. But like, mm. the building blocks for that is are just not present in anyone else's story. Like Barry Allen's story, right? Mm -hmm. Did no one else bust the fuck out laughing when they try to hit us with, 
He's got his foot in the door. Like a oh, yeah. like yeah. a fucking emotional mm-hmm. moment. Like mm-hmm. And you know why? It's because it doesn't fucking like they set up Barry having this conversation with his father, and his father's like, listen, you shouldn't just have a normal job. Like, give it up. Give it up for me. And like Barry's like, no. And then he gets a job at a crime lab. That's his arc. Like, I get that he participates <laughs> in saving the world, but like textually the text of the film his arc is literally like no dad i am gonna get a part-time job at a low-paying thing and then he does (laughs) like yeah where is the emotional compelling and that's like why i think Zack snyder is very pretty uh or at least visually competent but he needs someone else to lead his stories oh is that exactly uh, you took the words right out of my mouth that's perfect yeah i i agree i also um Watching DC movies. Oh, I'm so sorry. Can we rewind just real quick to the goods? Because I remembered what my good was that I forgot. Mm-hmm. Yep. This cut, and I'm going to make it super quick. Quick. This cut does a great job of showing me that uh, DC is more like a mythology, a pantheon of gods, as opposed mm-hmm. to like Marvel, where it feels a little bit more grounded. Like, ah, these are all human beings. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like this cut did a better job of illustrating for me like oh this is kind of supposed to be like you know like uh, uh apocryphal in a way mm. a lot of this but that was the good that i forgot was that like there's a clearer distinction of that in this cut for me than i've seen in past dc movies where it's like i'm am I, are we supposed to be grounded is this a mythos like what is this like is it a real mm. world or is it you know lore that has been passed down and it, it felt much more like some sort of like, you know, like Greek mythology or something. I don't know. Mm, no, no, absolutely. That's exactly. That, yeah. That's exactly what I think he's trying to convey. So mm. thank you all for letting me rewind mm. just real quick. Sorry absolutely. to cut you off, Matt. No, it's mm-hmm. okay. Um, I, that actually sort of helps me further with my point, which is that I, that it actually, it, it doesn't work for me. Um, sure. I, I actually, one of the things is, again, I'm not a superhero person, but when I sit down and watch a Marvel movie, like I watched Ant-Man recently, and one of the things that I like about it is that these heroes are just people. Mm. Like Ant-Man's a dad, Spider-Man's a teenager, and they deal with real human things. You know, Tony Stark wrestling with PTSD. Even in the third Iron Man, which is demonstrably the worst Iron Man still like his arc of like having PTSD after the Avengers fight. That's a really cool arc that you don't see a lot of in superhero things. Mm. And I, I feel like that human element is what I miss from DC movies. You know, I like Batman, you know, like I, I do, I, I could, I can I can I can leave Superman. I think Superman's sort of a he's he, Superman's boring to me because anytime there's a problem he can just solve it with a new power. It's not that doesn't interest me. You know, he's not like it's so you can't connect with these heroes because they're so far removed from humanity in Superman's case literally that like it just doesn't, you know, I don't know, it doesn't land to me. And um, there's a sort of the one thing that I think Marvel does way better than DC is humor. 
Mm-hmm. Marvel Marvel knows how to balance their action with like jokes. And and DC like for a long time has just been this like grim dark like thing. And with Barry they like tried to add a little bit of levity, but it just yeah, I mean the the humor in this does not work in for for the most part for me. Barry um, Allen's Ins- a lot of the inserts and lines in this are so, like just they felt they felt so poorly written or quickly like it felt like someone was just churning out like oh shit we need uh insert lines for yeah uh god there was something in the final fight where i want to say it's cyborg and aquaman or something and they're both like there and something cool happens you know something good for the good guys i literally watched this film dear listener about an hour ago and i can't tell you for the life of me (laughs) what the fuck it was but something cool happens and the good guys like get an upper hand and aquaman's like all right and someone's like yeah and i was like and that's the best that we could do for an insert line like it doesn't need to be the wittiest thing but like why cut to these two characters just for us to like give them something better to say, you know, like every insert line in this was really painful for me. That's all. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Oh, that's what it was. Superman shows up and it is a uh, 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 wonder woman and Aquaman. I, I was flipping through my notes and I, I wrote down on my notes, the insert lines are nine times out of 10 painful as fuck. And I took this note at the precise moment uh, because Aquaman says, all right. And Wonder Woman says, Kal-El. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Good job. Well done. Yeah. I cannot stand. Uh, Say it. Her one-liners and her delivery is sometimes just I, so Yeah. Bad. I yeah. mean, also, giving a whole monologue to Gal Gadot Ugh. that's supposed to be, like, explaining the gravitas of the situation and it it comes across as if she were reading out like user manual instructions it's not it's mm-hmm. not good it's not good acting you it's, know not at all. i actually put somewhere in my line and i can't remember exactly what line it was she said this with but i was like someone needs to help gal gadot understand urgency <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's that's the that's the word that keeps coming to mind that if like we were in act in in the acting class together i feel like someone would be like where is the urgency here someone yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean that's a big that's a big part of it is that she lacks urgency ben affleck has like a little bit of urgency but not a, a ton bit. barry allen's just like mm. a little quit machine cyborg is great like more of cyborg he again he's the one who has the arc and he's like putting stuff out there even though i hate some of the there's one line in particular that ian you and i talked about where he he's talking with his dad and his dad says something about a monster and and he goes well, you know a thing or two about monsters, don't you? And that mm. there, that's a good line, except the next part when they don't cut from that, and then he goes, especially making them. And you're like, oh, come on, no. Yeah, we like, got it, we got it the first time. Yeah, oh, don't like, ruin the joke. Don't ruin, don't ruin it. Don't, yeah. And it's just like, ah, uh, that's the thing. The writing in this movie is not, not what I 
want it to be. Chris, uh, the jokes don't land. The yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris Torrio got paid for this. Everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a four-hour-long movie, dude. Four-hour-long. I, dude, I'm sorry. No superhero movie should be four hours long. No superhero mm. movie should ha- like should require an intermission. And I hate that it has title cards that are like part one, part two, part three, twice a father. And I'm just like, dude, no, no, this isn't this isn't your fucking French art house film. <laughs> this is this is DC. Like, don't st- stop, Zach. You can't you can't be pretentious with superheroes. You can't. You I can't saw do it. it. So I, I totally understand where that reading comes from. I did see it as him sort of being like, look, these are the comic book issues. And like mm-hmm. the fact that sometimes uh, an entire part will go by without anything really compelling happening is besides the point. But it seemed like that was his <laughs> goal. Right. I mean, I and I get that. I think if that's the case, they should have leaned into it more. Certainly. Like, certainly. Mm-hmm. You know? Ugh, yeah. Four hours yeah, is too long. It's too, too much. Long. And you know what? Point of view is all. Go ahead. Skewed. I'm sorry. No, no. Um, one of my issues is the point of view um, and the, the person who's getting the team together mm. is not the most compelling. No. Um, Cyborg should be the one to get the team together because he's the most familiar with the fucking mother box. Yep. He also is the heart of the film. This should be his film with the Justice League. I'm just, I'm being fucking honest. Like literally, if you if you want to make this work, but first of all, they're doing way too much. If you know the comic book series, if you know this um, this saga at all, you know it takes a while to get to where they are, like a while. And they threw in at least two to three different issues into one story which is why and this is what i was going to get at and i'll get out even more in the in the reboot section it feels disjointed despite it actually having a nice little arc better than the whedon version but it took them four hours to get to that Mm, mm -hmm. it's because there's so much shit jammed into this because they have so much limp they have limited time because they wanted to try to catch up with marvel and thus it still feels rushed despite it being four hours this is like how these people know each other and how in this amount of time can they figure out to work together and the urgency isn't there because, you know, we don't know these people. I mean, yeah, we don't. We don't yeah. know <laughs> them. Like, and like yeah. this film is uh, its plot is one of convenience. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, like we need to go dig up Superman. Okay. It's a good thing there's nothing in our way to do that. It's a good thing that this fucking superhero god doesn't have people, like, constantly surveilling his burial ground, despite knowing that, like, there's fucking, like, science magic in this world and you can clone people or some shit. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that Cyborg can be created to literally manipulate the world's markets at a whim and foreign powers are not hunting him down out of fear like a dog. Mm. Like, th- th- there are so many moments of convenience in this story. And I think yeah. that that's part of what you're talking about, Ben, is like, they just sort of all get together at some point. Yeah, you need that backstory from them. You just do. You need to follow them for at least one movie. At least. Mm-hmm. At the very least, one movie apiece. I, I know they want to get a steer clear of being Marvel, but like that works. Marvel is only doing that because the comic books do that. It's not a Marvel exclusive thing. 
It's a comic book thing. Mm. Yeah. Lean into, if you want to do comic books so bad, Zack Snyder, do that. Yeah. You know, you read them. You know this isn't going to work. You know this is, you You see the script, you know this Justice League movie just won't work, especially if you read comics. That's a lot of work to put on anybody. Any amazing director, no matter who it is, would have had trouble making this movie a thing. Of course. I mean, it's, anybody. It, it's, 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 too, it's too much. Yeah. And they add without really cutting. Like, yep. the so this movie ends half an hour before it ends. Mm -hmm. This movie ends at three hours and 26 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then there is an epilogue that goes on for the rest of the four hours. Yeah. And it not is good. not good <laughs> and not necessary and includes our, I don't fucking care about spoiling this because I don't give two shits. Jared Leto has the jokers in it and he fucking sucks because Jared Leto is the worst joker. His laugh is an insult to joker laughs. Go listen to Mark Hamill do a joker laugh and then go watch Jared Leto with his fucking limp dick. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Right. Fuck. Some, someone says Dude. he's like the Grand Theft Auto uh, Joker. <laughs> like if he were in Grand this is the Joker you would get. Uh, it's so, yeah, he sounds it's like, so trash. He's so. Sounds like Jim Carrey when he speaks too. It's just like, what's happening? Yeah, Dude. And it's like the Joker is supposed to be everything that Batman isn't, which means he is bright, he is energetic, he has fun. Batman is dark and grim and angry, and the Joker is chaotic and dynamic. Like, he's supposed to be the foil, and he's not the fucking foil in this or anything. This is, this is the worst iteration of the Joker, including the 1960s ones. Like he's 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 so far from what the Joker is supposed to be. Um, fuck that, and he doesn't add anything. That Literally thing, like, nothing. God, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed the epilogue the second time through a little bit more. It still does not work. It's I get worried what you're trying to do. It just falls flat. It's just it's just a lot. Again, it's too much. It's, it's you're doing too, much. too much. You're doing, too, you're doing much. too much. It falls flat. It comes in the wrong spot for me, honestly. Mm -hmm. We talked mm -hmm. a little bit about this off air. I think that this isn't part of the epilogue. I think if, you, I, first of all, I think you just don't give Jared Leto lines. That'd be great. I think the mm. rest of it, though, <laughs> should actually come in act two. They're like, okay, great. We've got our plan. Hard cut to this fucking desolate world, right? Mm-hmm where we think maybe for a moment the gang has lost or something and then we like that gives batman or whatever you know like i hated also that it was a fucking dream go like hey listener mm -hmm. i guess retroactive spoiler alert it's a dream it doesn't even matter so mm -hmm. or is it a vision or is it That's a vision right exactly i don't it's i didn't hate that scene until jared leto started talking and had a gun? Like, why do you give the Joker a gun? Like, that's the worst idea you could do. Because as soon as you turn around, this he just shoots true. you with it. That just seems like... I'm okay with it because it levies the desperation and, and what... 
So this is the injustice. Okay, so let me... God damn it. Because this is why it's too fucking much. Because you, you're doing five different comics. This is the Injustice comic mm-hmm. in, that sprung from the Injustice video games. Mixed with, like, the Anti-Life Equation series. Uh, just, like, what? That doesn't... Those two things don't make sense together. Um, and the Joker, they employ the Joker to help. Um, he becomes a part of the team. He's more of an anti-villain than anything. He's still batshit nuts. Um, it just goes to show your desperation, but it doesn't work in this because no one fucking knows what it is. If you haven't seen, played the game or read the comics of this, you're going to be like, what the fuck? And also, you don't get that... You, you don't get to that point where you can be like, oh, yeah, you, the Joker needs a gun. You're just like, why does he have a gun? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, shit. So Superman just went fucking ballistic and is killing niggas. You just can't say he's killing people. You need to, We need to see it in order to buy it. Well, and that's the thing is, like, ultimately, right. this is... So I'm, like, passing familiar with the injustice thing, mm-hmm. right? Basically, super something happens to Superman and he Lois decides Lois Lane that. dies. Lois Lane yep. dies, and he's basically, like, the only way that the Earth can be saved is through killing Fascism. anyone who does anything. <laughs> fascist. Fas- yeah, so he becomes, yeah. like, a fascist god, and mm. that is a problem. Um and uh yeah like that's a whole thing like that's a whole ass thing mm-hmm. that you're that's trying to shoehorn thing. in here and also the anti-life equation they talk about it they don't really like they say what it does but they don't there's no reference to it there's no mention of it and also what's weird what's weird is so like they end right the movie ends and then the epilogue starts and there's a bit where you see Darkseid and he's talking with his counselor and he's like, the anti-life equation is still there. Ready the armada. We're going in. And I kept being like, oh, so we're getting like the the last 26 minutes are like a big fucking battle? Nah. No. Just a setup. Just a setup for next movie. Fuck that noise. Yeah. I'm not about yeah. that shit. Yeah. And, and the anti-life equation, it took me a minute to realize is like that weird fucking thing that got seared into the earth in the the past battle mm-hmm. yeah but it's Which, not clear like what the fuck it like they say what it does but like it's so unclear it's not it's anti-life you can find anti-life all throughout the universe matt dark side himself <laughs> said it <laughs> yeah it's anti-life oh um. You still don't really get more motivation. You don't still don't get a solid motivation for Dark Side and his evil. No, because he he either. he's the big bad evil guy who wants to destroy the universe for no reason. You know. Yeah, there there is more. There are several iterations of Dark Side where his should make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, this did not. Um, also, just like I, just before we move on to the reboot, I, I don't know if I would have had Dark Side lose immediately because then you just undercut any of his fucking like. Badassery, in my opinion, he comes down. He lost. Yeah. Um, you mean to tell me this dude has been taking over the entire universe, and he gets to Earth, Earth, and it's like, oh no. Oh, <laughs> but it's because that. nobody thought to fight together against an invader, right? Except for the Earth people, because we're so right. special. It doesn't make any sense. He would fucking wreck. Yeah. No, 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 no. I can, I can buy him coming. Maybe say Steppenwolf lo- lost. We see Steppenwolf lose, and okay. So Steppenwolf's like, "Hey, fuck! Remember when I lost that planet? Cause <laughs> I was incompetent. My bad, dog. I'm gonna try it again. 
<laughs> also, how do they not know they're like this planet, this strange planet that you lost on? It's Earth. Yeah, it looks the same, and there are human shape like fucking what? Like, how did mm-hmm. you lose the planet? And we didn't. Yeah. We didn't like That's, move yeah. a whole lot in the fucking starscape in the galaxy. Yeah. It's still no, like. Yeah. You'd think he'd have, like, a little note on his map that's like, oh, oh, yeah, that's where they kicked my ass, like. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah, I got my ass Dude, kicked. if Even I have a I've, bad yeah. meal at a restaurant, I never go there again, but I remember it, and I will you tell you to that, avoid yeah. it. you think Darkseid would be like, yeah, don't go to Earth. Those people are fucking psychos. Like, they'll, right. <laughs> they'll fucking right, stab that, you. That's why that doesn't make sense for him to be that, mm-hmm. in that position. It just doesn't. It doesn't. Like, it's just like, bro, you're an embarrassment. Chill, bro. Sit your ass down somewhere. Like, you you lost, fam. Take the L. You just seem fucking like a sore loser. It's just like, oh, I'm going to go back and get it. Nah, nah, you lost. (laughs) It's like, you you suck, man. It's like, what makes you think you're not going to lose again? Again. So, and this actually, that would tie in really well to why Darkseid has no faith in Steppenwolf, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yep. at, as it stands, I still don't understand why he don't give, like, why Steppenwolf is not in his good graces, right? So, like, that would mm-hmm. that would inform that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, how did you lose this planet, bro? This was the easiest planet you can get. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I know. It's like, you had one job. Like, it's just, just like... Uh, and you could also give some humor to Darkseid. I, I would like a big bad brooding who has a little bit of humor. Like, hey, you had one job. Right. <laughs> one job. I'll say, I'll say this, uh, because I, I need to add, there's a bad that's been itching at me here. Uh, and it actually ties into that initial Darkseid fight, uh, Ben, since we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is, a lot of this shit could have been cut in half for time that didn't need to be a full scene right like we didn't need mm-hmm. a full fight scene for that diana is just giving us exposition mm-hmm. and yep. uh, likewise like all of the vignettes like why are they not connected the thing about screen like a screenplay itself is that like not every time because of course there are always going to be exceptions to the rule but generally if you're telling a straightforward story you need specific like building blocks and everything should be tying in together, right? Like mm-hmm. it's the whole Chekhov's mm-hmm. gun principle. You know, like if you introduce something, it better fucking mean something by the end. There are, each of these superheroes gets a moment to shine in their own vignettes, right? Like why aren't Wonder Woman's terrorist organization con- people tied in with the full story? Why doesn't Aquaman like like why does he just save a random fisherman you know like like all of these people's stories are so disparate that it's just wasted time at the end because we spend no extra time with these people right like the terrorists mean nothing the only the only purpose that that terrorist sequence serves with wonder woman is so that she can demonstrate how fast she is and that she can like Clang her gauntlets together and make an explosion. Something that we don't need you to necessarily set up, because like we've seen that before. So it is just mm-hmm. like I think you've said this before, Ben. It's redundant. We see stuff that we've seen in films past. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like it's yeah. Like literally, I knew. I knew. I knew. I had to buckle up when she lasso of truth lasso of truth the guy the one terrorist oh, thug God, pulled part. him up and she's like why are you doing this and he's like 
I can't even remember what he said, but it's essentially like, why do anything, right? Like, we're just, we're terrorists, aren't we? We just like to blow up. And it's like, no one ever for any purpose ever has, that is not how organizations like that work, right? Nope. Also, just the pure fact of just like her line after that was just garbage. I don't even remember what it the was. The lasso of truth propels you to tell the, the, the lasso of truth compels you to tell the truth. We know. We've seen this. Right. We know what it does, man. <laughs> like, okay, this is like you're wasting time. This is four hours. You do, we don't need you to tell us about the fucking last. Well, and this is fucking Chris's fault. I I can't feel comfortable laying this all at Snyder's feet. I can lay a good amount of it because he said good job, Chris, and went ahead to do it. But this mm -hmm. script explains everything. Every fucking thing. The lasso of truth moment. The, like, uh, you'd know all about monsters, especially creating one moment. Like, it's all, like, if you just said literally 50% less, it'd be at least 10% more compelling. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, and this might be controversial. For Go sure. For but I think there is a really fucking great movie in this movie that just doesn't happen because there's too much going on. It's it. There is something there. It's something. It's something there. It to me, it is. I, I like DC. I like the the mythos of gods and and how to how they have to work to become more human. Again, this is probably subjective and just a matter of taste, which is why I like DC more than I generally like Marvel. Um, but yeah, it's just. All those things. Let's get into reboot. How about we reboot it? Because I could we could sit here and talk. Yeah, we can have a four hour this. review. Yeah, yeah. All right, reboot. We're in reboot. Boop, 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 boop. Um, who wants to take it first? All right, we're we're in we're in the boardroom meeting. Um, mm -hmm. People are showing up late and shit because you know it's Warner Brothers. People are not caring. There's there's a crafty that has mold on it for some reason. Um, some guy has a barbecue stained shirt, sure. a, a stained shirt, um, collar shirt, white shirt. He just he's ruffled. Um, People keep showing up late and just like ducking in and out of the office because again, it's Warner Brothers DC division, so it's a, it's it's it's, a, it's in disarray. Cool, um, but we're there and we've been on time. So what uh, we got? I start uh, by spreading a line of coke on the table. Uh, okay, uh, that's, and then that's, I start breaking yep. it up for everybody, right? Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Naturally. before I say this, I need to know we're all in on this, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. I pass around. Uh, $20 bills, because let's face it, they don't have hondos mm. lying around in the WBDC division. Uh, <laughs> so we pass around $20 bills. We roll them up and in unison. Uh -huh. Okay, so right. Cyborg, he's the leader. Okay? Mm -hmm. uh, he teams up with Batman first because he knows that he needs uh, uh, this dude's detective skills. And that way we actually have Batman be a detective in this one instead of just a rich dude with a lot of guns. Um, yep. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we have, like, I don't know. You fucking get Aquaman in there because he's a surfer dude, right? And then, uh, and then the Icelandic people sing. But when the Icelandic people sing, we don't linger on them for two minutes because we never see them again. <laughs> so, yeah, Jesus. We cut to, you know, we cut to uh, Martha. Uh, and uh, we learn about Clark Kent, and he's dead. Uh, 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 all right. Uh, Fuck, I don't know. You get them all together, right? And uh, we take some of the... Uh, mm -hmm. we, we get Gal in some acting classes. And uh, then uh, mm -hmm. we go ahead and we uh, make sure that we take 
all of the needless exposition that we turn into action scenes and we just make it like a, you know, like a 30 second montage. Get, get it out the way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Y'all can pick up wherever that th- those are like my <laughs> initial yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. And I can't keep doing the Coke thing. Cause it's that's like, that's good. Also, I don't think our listeners want to keep hearing someone sniff into the mic. That's a good point. <laughs> as, as much as I appreciate the commitment to the bit. Thank you. Yes. I, yeah, you know, yeah. you experience the drip at certain points. <laughs> um, yes, you do. Oh, yes. So I was God. just trying to replicate that uh, from uh, uh, anecdotes that I've heard. Of course, of course. Um, okay, I while while you were talking, I actually had a thought that I would like to run by y'all, mm. and it's for a trilogy. Um, mm. The first one is actually just a cyborg movie. Like, mm-hmm. love that. Let's give cyborg. His own fucking movie, Jesus, yeah. Let's give him his own movie. Let's give him the 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 weight, the 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 journey, the arc, and then the end of that is like the mother box cracks. Oh no, something's coming. Gotta assemble team. Mm. Book two, book two, movie two is them like Steppenwolf showing up. Uh, doing his best he gathers the boxes the thing opens superman comes back steppenwolf fails dark side appears kills lois lane mm-hmm. and then we begin the injustice arc for the final one that involves them having to i don't know do some time shit there's like, th- there's always room for time shit in a superhero movie. Yeah, you got the Flash. He can do mm-hmm. the time shit. Exactly, exactly. So and you have so you have dead Superman, live Superman, evil Superman, and you have mm-hmm. you have the cyborg arc, and then he assembles the team. He's the reason the team assembles because he's the one who knows something's going on with the boxes because he can communicate with technology. Etc. 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 And then you have that sort of arc fill out, and then it's like, how do you, you know, Superman's back, but oh no, now he's a dick. What do? Mm. Which we um, got a little of. We got a little taste of that in this one. Yeah, we did. We did. But I feel like we could do so much more. Um, I, I, I don't know. I feel like. There's enough. There's not enough content in here for three movies. There's enough content in here for two movies because it's literally mm-hmm. two movies long. So, mm-hmm. you know, let's just sort of sort that shit out a little bit. Give Cyborg the space he needs to like be his own character who deserves his own arc because oh, he does. How about this? Yes. Uh, and tell me what y'all think of this. Uh, story one is Cyborg. Finding Barry Allen, Ooh, and cool. they become sort of buddies with Cyborg at the center of it. But that way, these mm. two we get like a little bit more of because they are, let's face it, the least known out of this cinematic universe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, even though, hey Ben, you might know this is the guy who plays Barry Allen in this, the same one from the TV show. Oh, no. damn! I'm so sorry. That's it's rough. All, TV all show Barry Allen. Oof. They did meet though in a crossover. Episode. Sure, that's that that had to be a weird day on set. Um, so okay, great. <laughs> so they're both just getting introduced to this cinematic universe. 
Um, and that way, like, it's kind of like a buddy cop film. Yeah, I could I could write and that. Over the course of this, it is like Cyborg like reconciling with his father. And then we also get like all the mother box bullshit out the way too, because because right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was just that was just my uh, sort of addition to that. Nah, I, I feel you. I, I like that's a good idea. Yeah, get um, in here, Ben. Give, us, here. give me some juice. What you got? I wouldn't. You, you know what? I it all stems from Batman versus Superman. You don't do these two movies at all. Not right now. You give us a second uh, Man of Steel movie. Um, and then you kill him in that Man of Steel movie, mm. right? You can introduce Batman. Batman can be like, okay, what is this? They don't have to be feuding. They really don't. It's really kind of contrived. Like, I get it. He, like, destroyed a lot of stuff. You know, he's a superhero. Like, and that is the impetus of Batman being like, uh, this guy needs to be stopped. They could have a talk. Batman is is reasonable to a certain extent. They could fight a little bit. But it should be a Superman Man of Steel movie proper. Period. Period. Um, mm. And you know somehow Doomsday is there. He dies, so he still dies. Um, thus, that symbol starts to to get people who are metahumans, is what they're called in this universe, mm. to start to rise and step up. And in the third Man of Steel movie, we have the reign of Superman, which is a comic book. Or there are three Supermen. Um, and you have to figure out, is there the right Superman? Is there not? And at the end, Superman comes back. Um, apparently, in the solitude of Fortress of Solitude, he was never really dead. They were able to rejuvenate him. One of his robots came. That's a little bit too convoluted. I'm sure there's a, a better way to bring Superman back um, if they had to. It has to be out of pure desperation, not because of like, oh, yeah, let's just dig this nigga up. I feel like if you guys really worked together, you would have been able to do this, but you just didn't because you don't know each other. Know each other. You can have different separate movies within that time frame that I'm talking about here. And then you bring slowly start to bring the Justice League together. You can have this first Justice League movie with Steppenwolf without, let's say, the Green Lantern, who is usually in the movie, or in the Justice League proper. He's not here now. So is John, so is fucking Marshman Hunter, but like that doesn't fucking make any sense. Oh my god. Unless you're gonna show him if you're gonna show him helping Superman in previous movies, that could work. But I think your connection to the universe as a whole in the galaxy, you need to see that through the eyes of the Green Lantern Corps. All mm. right. The tag at the end of this movie, at the end of this movie should have been a Green Lantern being like, Oh my, is Dark Side coming here? What or like, did y'all do? Yo, something in section right. In sector, blah blah blah. <laughs> that we thought we handled this shit. Well, like, we, we know that God we know it, that Earth. the Lantern Corps is involved in this because we get them in the exposition. We see one of their yeah, members. You die. just showed them one yeah. time. Use them again. Yeah. Use them again. Mm-hmm. We don't need this nightmare sequence. Not now. We don't need it now. I I like it in the middle. Still, you know, I love the foreshadowing when they try to you know resurrect Superman. Like. No shit. That this is, looks like a terrible idea. Which, by the <laughs> I way, get that. hey, we don't I need... just want to remind yeah. everyone: he started in a full suit, and then when he is resurrected, he loses his shirt and his shoes, and his jacket and his tie. Yep, yep. his pants stay on. His somehow. pants stay on. Miraculous. Yeah. Uh, at all. Yeah. It's just. It's hard to buy. 
it because you don't have that journey. You need Superman needs to be a part of the mythos and a part of the universe. So, so first of all, we don't even feel his death in Batman. I don't care. I really, I'm like, mm-hmm. really? Like we just saw him in a, another movie. We haven't seen how he even interacts with the city mm-hmm. as a whole yet. How the fuck am I supposed to care about this man dying? Yet you do hold off on the death of Superman at a climax that thus you need the Justice League. You have, there is no other way to protect the earth but without the Justice League. You can't, you, ha- you need them. They have to come together. Um, also, yeah, the Green Lantern Accord. The stinger in this movie should be the Green Lanterns. You use them already, so there's foreshadowing already caked into the movie. It's literally there. I, I just don't understand. Like, you, it's so clear what the stinger should have been. Hey, sec- sector, blah, blah, blah. Dark side, man, I, that's fucking weird. Steppenwolf was on Earth for real, nigga? Oh, shit. The anti-life equation's there? Oh, shit. Guess we gotta go and help the, you know, I'm gonna send mm. one of the Green Lanterns to go mm. and help. We were gone you know, for five minutes. How could... did you people fuck this up so bad? Right. <laughs> no. You had one job. <laughs> uh, just, ah, uh, fuck. Um, they send Aubin uh, Shore, I think is his name, who dies when he gets to Earth. And then you have Hal Jordan. You already had, now you have, guess what, guys? You have a fucking Green Lantern movie already set up because of what transpired here. Which is like one of their cooler fucking properties too. Like that is that is it's, sort of their yeah. answer to Guardians of the Galaxy in a way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Fuck. It's their Guardians of the Galaxy slash Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. They got us. Yeah. Yeah. It's there. It's it is literally there for the taking. Yeah, you fucked up one time. Get over it. You you yes, you had a shitty movie. Get over it. Yeah, and get over it's it. like they like, keep you can make this movie work to their trip. It's like they tripped. Right. And they were like, no, no, we didn't trip. We did that on purpose. See? And then they like keep tripping themselves over and over to prove <laughs> it. Yeah. And we're just watching them like trip and like hit walls and fall and spill their drink everywhere. It's embarrassing. You had all this fucking money. It's just it's just suits. It's just suit mediocre middle-aged white men who think they they know everything because they made money or actually money's been inherited to them so now they own this corporation and they think they know everything when people with actual creative ideals are like we need to take time on this they're like well we don't have the money and the resources for you to take time yes you do (laughs) you do and you know the returns of a movie like this would be astronomical if it were Mm -hmm. done well Mm -hmm. it doesn't make any sense yeah that's what i would do i would first of all i would just Okay, you put limitations on me. I I'll give you this movie. Just make it shorter, um, but didn't have the Green Lantern stinger at the end, and also change the point of view with uh, Cyborg. Yeah, that's what I would do. Three. I can give you two and a half hours. I give you two and a half, maybe three pushing, but I give you two and a half. There's a lot to do in this movie. There is. Yeah. There is. Yeah, like, my, and I think my. that given the fact that they don't have or they didn't have as much time to do so many movies, like, you know, like each individual film, like that would have been the smart sort of move is to just do like three, two and a half hour movies. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what it is. It's just like, okay, great. This first one, uh, you said starting with Batman versus Superman still, right? Uh, 
I said get rid of that completely, but I, I then I, I realized like it's no fun to do that. You could change the whole thing. So, so if they put limitations like Batman versus Superman, let me fine. let me okay. let me that movie posit you this, get your feel yeah. for it, because you you have a better, more intimate yeah. knowledge of this world than I think either Matt or I. Um, mm-hmm. You start with Batman versus Superman, uh, but you don't kill Superman per se, or if you do, you don't get directly into the conflict, and we learn a little bit more about like what Superman means to uh, the people and the different ways that Earthlings in particular feel about him. After after that, because I really liked what you said where uh, his symbol becomes sort of like a, a calling for metahumans to like show like what they can be for the world, right? Um, mm-hmm. Then you get the Cyborg film. And that's mm-hmm. where like Cyborg is like, okay, like, fuck yeah. Superman is out here like showing that everybody like has a place in this world and can do good. I don't think he's, I think he's missing this. And then he like goes and does his own thing. And that's when we get the mother boxes is in film mm-hmm. two. And his connection to the mother boxes and like his arc with his father over that uh, journey. Um, And you get Barry Allen in as the quipping fun sidekick. And then at the end of that, they are like, they either find or are found by Batman. Who's like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like what is happening over here? And what, what do I not know that you two do? And they're like, so there are these fucking like, centuries old boxes and like if like meshed together they'll destroy all of us into uh parademons like we can re- we should rework mm. that as well but for now parademons um yeah that's the that is unfortunately the comic book accurate name uh, you, just don't call them parademons i would just yeah don't you just these things <laughs> we'll turn yeah, into these, these fucking things. monsters clever and right yeah but then I think that's when we get the like third climactic sort of thing that we get at the final part of this, right? Like, so like one is BVS, and that way you get Bruce, Clark, and Diana all there. They get all their stuff, but it doesn't have. We change a lot of it, right? Because I don't think anyone is here saying BVS was a good start to the Justice League saga. Um, yeah. But you have all that set up in there. Two is uh, Vic and Barry, mainly Vic, though. Like, Vic is at the center of it, um, and the Mother Boxes. And then three is the League getting together and fucking doing the thing. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, I would add, make sure that Cyborg has has those visions. Don't give them to Batman. Oh, yeah. Batman has no connection to fucking uh, Darkseid. Make sure each vision is more bleak, um, just darker. Mm. Um and then at a certain point, it gets to the point where it's too overwhelming that Darkseid starts to commune with him, mm. right? And it's like, I am coming. You know, at least he can get that message through, like, I'm coming and I'm going to fuck yeah. shit up. And Barry's like, oh, what the fuck is happening? Um, and then they realize, and they, you know, because he li- he is made from a mother box. that is perfect. Like, yeah, because he's literally... Yeah. And hey, is that canonical? Like, is that something from the comics? Okay. Yes. I was curious. It is something from the New 52. Yeah, he was created from the Mother Box. Which I think, again, he does kind of, now that I think about it, in that comic, he leads a lot of, like, hey, these Mother Boxes are fucking happening, and um, we need to figure it out. <laughs> you know, he doesn't have too much, he doesn't have enough in, uh, a, a momentum in this, or, you know, a reason. He's, and he's reluctant to join. No, he wouldn't be reluctant to join 
he's been getting these visions and he can't sleep. He's by the time we get him in the Justice League, he hasn't been sleeping. He's fucking depressed. He don't know what the fuck is going on. He just needs it's bothering him. Like, right? It's fucking physically and mentally just weighing down on Cyborg. And he's like, I we just need to figure this out, like, cause I can't mm. take this shit anymore. Yeah. Yeah, love it. That's what I would do. Yeah. We should maybe we should get into are we good on this? I feel pretty good. Matt, you good? I feel pretty good about this. Okay, cool. Um, let's get into the ratings. This is gonna be interesting. Um <sighs> I'll just get mine out of the way first. I'll go first. All right, so if you, just a couple stipulations here. If you watch the Joss Whedon version and then you saw this, or if you say, no, you watch the Joss Whedon version and you had, you're thinking about watching this um, and you like Snyder, you're, are you indifferent or you like Snyder? i say it's worth the watch. I would say put it on your list. It's fucking four hours, we ain't going nowhere. Um, and also it, it is better than jo the, the Whedon version. It, it just, it just is, it just is. Um, now, without seeing it, or if you, you know, you have a higher standard of comic book movies and are movies in general, <laughs> and you don't want to sit for four hours, uh, and you uh, you haven't seen the Whedon version or you don't care for the DCU, you can either put it on the background or you could do something complete, something else. You would rather, I don't know, lick the dust in between the radiator. You know what I mean? Like, that's gross. It's weird. It's, <laughs> it's But, like... It's not terrible. You can just, you know, glass of water. Get it right out. out. Um, so I, it's, it's, I, the rating is hard because it's either from I would rather to on the list, like legitimately, because there's so much going on here. I'm going to fall flat. I'm going to be real. I'm going to go in. You can put it on the background. That's my last, my last, um, my last rating. Mm. You put it on in the background. I think that's a fair median between the two. I think I think that that is a a fair assessment. You know, um, mm -hmm. for me, it, it skews more towards between like a, a, a light. I would rather, um, like I would rather uh, clean all the glasses in my room with my tongue uh, <laughs> to like. Uh, uh, something for the background, because like there is enough visually happening that like every so often I can look up and be like, oh yeah, cool, 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 fuck yeah, and then I can like go mm -hmm. back to like doing something, right? And you know what? I could watch Jeremy Irons <laughs> just about anything. So <laughs> uh, Jeremy Irons mm -hmm. is a treat. I feel like we really missed, uh, missed missed out on talking about him in the goods because Jeremy Irons is perfect. He is delightful, even <laughs> in this. Yeah, he is. Like he is. So it's J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons is great and everything. in everything he does. Like, his one scene as Commissioner Gordon, I loved the look. They give him, like, nothing to do. They give him so well. No, they really yeah. don't, but he's great. Uh, so just make him bald, man. You just don't make him bald. Just, You're so right. That toupee, that toupee's weird. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I hate it. Stop. Yeah. Uh, I also want to say something real Please. quick um, for good and also so we are aware Good. I like. I love the ending. I love. I love the last ten minutes. I think it's really cool, and I love the flash thing. I think that's pretty dope. Um, do you I mean do, the last right. ten minutes? Also, do you mean the epilogue? 
No, okay. it was the actual film. I knew where you were at. I, of the I, actual word. Okay, I just wanted to film. clarify. I think that it is. I Fuck think no. that it is oh, a no, given no. that the epilogue does not count as part of this film. I mean, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, it not, does. Mm. But we shan't reference it henceforth. Okay, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Uh, I just, I, I needed no, to. No, know. no, no, no. That's. I love the <laughs> clarification because that makes total fucking. Sense. I'm glad you told me because I want people to know. Uh, also. I am very happy that Snyder was able to make this again because his daughter committed suicide mm-hmm. um, in the middle of making this. a huge part this. of why you left, yeah. Yeah. Fact, yeah, yeah. Um, under any other circumstances, I'd be like, no, dude, get over yourself. We're not going to watch this cut. But in this circumstances, it is reasonable to be like, all right, man, you had a vision. Also, Joss Whedon was a terrible Well, and also just based off of what you finish. told me about the differences, like this film loses points for being way too long but by and large right. is way better absolutely oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. also yeah. Zack Snyder I have only ever heard good things coming out uh, from working on set with him mm. like mm-hmm. I've only ever heard good things so well, and this is an interesting yeah. thing to talk on because I almost put as a bad uh, the Amazonian costumes in this because they are mm. much more revealing than they were previously but mm, yeah, uh, talk like uh, there was. Uh, I did some googling just to see like what the word was from folks on set and to look up comparisons and stuff. But one of the stunt women spoke out and did mention like what a comfortable, empowering set she felt like it was for her when Zach was there, which is really cool. And mm. uh, apparently, according to her, part of the design change was actually because the stunt women had complained prior about how the armor was uncomfortable in a lot of ways. Mm. Now, why I, now yeah, do I think that time. accounts for the drastic shift? Maybe not. No. Maybe not. But mm. by all accounts, no. to reinforce what you were saying, Matt, like everybody said that when Zach was there, they felt like it was very good. Yeah, that's good. He's a good dude. Yeah, and that that alone gives points, especially when you're being replaced with Joss Whedon, who has been revealed to be sort of a monster on sets. Mm-hmm. Um, someone who mm-hmm. prides himself on making people cry. Fucking and asshole! Jesus Christ! Just not really mm-hmm. unacceptable behavior. Really toxic, mm-hmm. toxic behavior. Um, man, okay. I I think I'm sitting with Ian. It's. Uh, if you're watching it silently, it's something for the background. Put it on. Mm-hmm. It's fine. The writing in this movie is not good. The dialogue is really rough. It's hokey. Mm-hmm. And it's not even fun hokey. Like, it could have been fun hokey. It could have been fun yeah, you hokey. Lean into it. Yeah, yeah, but it's just so self-serious. Like, DC hasn't learned how to not be so, like, just serious it's like these are superheroes have some fucking fun and they tried with barry they didn't do a good job but hey at least they're trying so if you're gonna put it on silently like or you have a party once you can have parties again and you know every you know it's like just on that's fine i want to know if you're gonna have sound on I, i i think i would much rather Oh, listen to a highly opinionated white dude explain to me why 
Marvel is the best franchise ever and talk me through each and every individual movie starting from Iron Man while I am trapped in a party and have to pee and I'm too socially awkward to step away from it. This is coming from personal oh God, experience. I have like shivers. Um, yeah, this, I'm like, this is <laughs> this is psychological torture. Let me just ben say. Ben and I were like, he, ew, he was, we have to do was gross an stuff. IPA. You're like, my mind is rendered mm. in two as I am physically pain from within. <laughs> with the I, I have no mouth and I must scream. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, that's that's pretty uh, that's a good consensus there, don't we think? I think so. I think so. I think so. There is promise of a good movie in this. I I I want to I want to say that I agree with Ben. There is a good movie in mm-hmm. here. It just this is too rough. It's too much marble left on the stage. This is like second third draft shit. Yeah. Like a lot of it, a lot of yeah. the problems, a lot of the one-liners and how they don't amount to anything. A lot of the scenes that happen that just look cool but serve no purpose in the larger story. All of the slow mo. Oh, you could you could easily get sixty six percent less slow mo in here and cut maybe twenty thirty minutes like alone. Yeah. <laughs> but we've done it. We we if talked about it. We've done reviewed. We did. We did it. We did it. We did it. I just want to say, if you want to see a good super speed thing, um, what is it? X-Men Days of Future Past with Quicksilver? That's pretty solid. Yeah. In terms of, like, use of slow motion to represent high speed. It's like, this was almost too slow, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. All right. That's, we, we've, we've talked, we've talked. We've ben, talked, you got any good dunks? Talked. You want to get one last dunk? You good? Uh, I'm good at all the dunks. Okay. I'm good at all the dunks. <laughs> oh man cool alright well folks I think that's gonna wrap it up for us here at Too Many Flicks um, thanks for tuning in I'm back I was gone for a little bit cause I was working on a thing and like lost my voice and I sounded like a squeaky toy nobody wants to hear that um, and I'm a little bit sleepy today cause I got the COVID shot Woo-hoo-hoo! but you know fuck yeah Stuff is stuff is happening. Everyone's gonna get one. It's gonna be good. Stay safe. Keep wearing your mask, even if you've got one. Remember, we're not through this yet. Um, not quite yet. Almost there. Not quite yet. Um, so, Ian, why don't you tell the people who you are, how to get in contact with you, what you're doing, and I felt that this was fitting. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Hmm. This is really t- and start with who you are because you always do the wrong. Oh one. shit! Hey, what's up? My name is Ian. <laughs> me- yeah, I got a lot of last names. You can find me on Facebook as Ian Mutner. You can find me on Instagram as Sock Ninja eight eight eight, or you can find me on Twitter as Sir Yikes a lot. Or if you at me, it's like at Baby Got Neck. Keep your eyes out for something Wicked Radio that's coming out sometime this summer. We're doing uh, Astronautica here. That's gonna be a fucking blast, and the music sounds whoop, whoop. so fucking cool. Uh, Oh, Matt is a you. fucking renaissance uh, individual. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that, I am dying of the plague. <laughs> yes. I'm fine. I'm, I'm okay. Don't worry. Uh, and there's so much stuff that I still have yet to cover. Like One Class Fits All is coming out soon. Uh, it, we got a lot of stuff coming your way. Ben and uh, I are excited to share that with y'all. Uh, all three of us are excited to share Astronautica with you. But what superpower would I have is the question. And that answer is is tough, 
but I, I there's one that I thought of uh, un like an unconventional one a while ago because I, I you know this question gets circulated around, and I think I'd have to go with uh, this. It's sort of mundane because like I don't want too much responsibility. <laughs> um, I would want the power to always remember someone's name. Ooh, oh, nice. nice. Every person's name that I've ever met, I'd like to be like, hey, like, da-da-da. And, like, remember something about them. Like, I guess I guess super memory. There we go. That's that's fine. I want super memory, damn it. <laughs> I like that that's one. That's good. I like that. Hell yeah. Yeah, because, y'all, I just don't think I could jump out of an airplane. <laughs> Maybe I could. Mm. I don't Hell know. Hell no. Um, ben, who are you? How do people find you, mm-hmm. hire you, uh, get in contact with you? And uh, I mean, let's just do, let's just do it. We're doing the four-hour-long superhero movie. Um, I am curious to hear what your superpower would be, but also, if you're feeling creative, who do you think your like arch nemesis would be if you were a superhero? Like, what would that look like? All right, cool. Um... My name is Ben Jenkins. Oh, first, before I get into it, I'm going to tell the movie that we're going to watch. Oh, oh shit. We probably should have done that. I already oh, yeah. got one. I already got, it's got uh, probably Godzilla versus King Kong. It's on HBO Max. It's there. It's new. It is there and new, isn't it? <laughs> it is indeed there it. and new. Those are two descriptors. I've heard some other descriptors for it. Yeah, let's it's go. A, it's a movie. Um, we'll definitely watch some good ones um, after this one. But uh, yep, it's just it's so big, and there are monsters fighting, and we're just trying to get that algorithm up, y'all. That's the only reason why we're doing it. We're trying to get more listeners. That's why we're doing this shit. Honestly, like we don't give a fuck about Godzilla. Listen, if the giant radiation lizard doesn't melt, what is essentially just a really large (laughs) ape, what are we doing? Yeah, like the whole the whole city of New York is defeated. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> because of radiation. All right. Anyway, let's uh we're gonna do that. All right, now back to me. Uh yeah, my name is Ben Jenkins. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at but three B's in the Jets. Just look up Benjamin Jenkins. Um you can also find me on Facebook, Benjamin Timothy Jenkins. I think I said that already. Well, you can find me twice. Double the find. Look at look me up twice. <laughs> Facebook. Uh you can find me on Instagram. My handle is O underscore true underscore apothecary underscore 666. Um, you can find me on my website at benjamintimothyjenkins.com. Um, and like you said, I'm with Ian. I'm, we're doing Astronautica, um, fun stuff. Um, One Class Fits All, which is another podcast that I got uh, in association with a bunch of other folks soon and a um, radio play coming out called Something Wicked, um, where I lend my voice. Ian is in it as well, and he also wrote some stuff too, which is pretty cool. Um, and what was, oh yes, my superpower. I would like it to be, oh God, this is always hard, right? It's always tough. It is. Hmm. That's why I chose a mundane one. I was like, I, everyone was always like, oh, invisibility, flight, strength, and I was like, I want to remember people's names because the number of times that I met someone in college and like I saw them a week later and was just ashamed, like, fuck, what was that person's name? <laughs> like, that alone would have been yeah. worth it. <laughs> um, probably super speed and with like, I could also fly. So flying with super speed, right? I'll mix those two together. And, I, and I'm going to throw another one in there because fuck it, I'm cheating. I can breathe in space. So I can go speed of the light into different planets. 
just by flying. I love that. Fuck yeah. There's a lot of other factors than just breathing in space, like radiation and cold air. Get yourself air, but you know a rad-ass fucking <laughs> spacesuit, though. You good. Right. Rad-ass spacesuit, and hopefully the spacesuit's integrity can last up to me flying at the that speed That is true. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, so God. team up well, with some I'll famous inventor. Fuck all yeah, that teleportation. Oh, teleportation. <laughs> yeah, is good, right. Though. Famous inventor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, teleportation is probably what I go. I like being able to go in and out, and also like it helped me, a person with ADHD, get places on time. Hopefully, there will be no <laughs> oh. excuses. <laughs> be late. You can teleport, dude. You're late. It's just like fuck. Yeah, I know. My bad. Um, and my arch nemesis would probably be, oh God, probably Lex Luthor because like, fuck that dude. He's such a fucking That's white true. male. He's like, he is oh like Jeff God. Bezos, but like is... Jeff Bezos copied him. Yeah, absolutely. Bald, just narcissistic, disgusting. Like, oh my God. But people somewhat idolize him like Lex Luthor can is lives in actual like he's not a comic book hero or villain at all he's he's here we, we have so many mm-hmm. Lex Luthors mm-hmm. and it would just be great to just punch them in the fucking face mm-hmm. yeah, fuck Lex Luthor <laughs> like, especially geez. Jesse hey Jess that guy sucks you, I know you did your best you weren't given a lot but Jesse yeah. Eisenberg is such a poor casting for Lex Luthor He's not mm-hmm. he's not old enough for starters. Mm-hmm. Like Lex Luthor is supposed to be like a dude in his like 40s. He's supposed to be sort of like I always imagine Lex Luthor as having like a lower voice, more sonorous, like able to command the room, you know? Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly. Not yeah. Jesse Eisenberg. I love Jesse Eisenberg, not in this. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, no. This not this not the one. They, could have gone, they had so many people they could have chose from. And it's like, this is... This. Right, anyway, Matt, tell the people who you are, what you're getting into, um, and a superpower for you, and who would be your um, sidekick. Oh, hell yeah. All right. All right. Um, cool. My name is Matt Frost. You can find me on Facebook as Matt Frost. You can find me on Instagram as Spider and B, like the tattoos on my arm. My email address is mfrostcreative at gmail.com. My website is mattfrost.media, and my Twitter handle is uh, Matt Frost Creative. Um, I am currently just finished the first episode of Astronautica with the music. Uh, next, we're finishing up, I think, probably chapter one this week which means i've got a lot of work to do and then we're gonna dump all that and then it's gonna be a weekly thing i'm really i'm really excited uh it's a lot of fun i also did the sound design for a um an anthology series well i did the post mixing and re-sound design for a uh a movie series with a company based out of chicago they're called soft cage films Uh, And the movie is called Human Capital, A Tragedy in Three Parts. Uh, That had its premiere uh, Sunday, actually. Um, And it was great. It went really well. And uh, they're going to be submitting it to festivals. There's going to be DVDs of it. It's a great time. Uh, I'm very pleased and proud of my work on it. And I love working with them. They're awesome, awesome, wonderful people. They're great. Uh, Socially conscious filmmaking. It's always good when it happens. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm doing some other stuff too that I will talk about another time. Um, so my superpower, I've thought about teleportation before. 
I've thought about time stoppage, but I feel like I would just that that would fuck with me too much, you know, because it would it it wouldn't mm-hmm. be it seems very lonely. Sure. Um, I honestly I've always wanted shape shifting. Like, oh, that'd be that, cool. I I want shape shifting. That's what I want. I want to. That's that's my thing. Um, yeah, I've always wanted it. That's where I land. My sidekick, honestly, Ian, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, having uh, a sidekick who had your superpower would be perfect. Um, That's true. Just, just <laughs> and I did say I don't want too much responsibility. So I, like, so long as you're not asking me to like jump in front of like the fucking <laughs> nuclear missile. Like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like less of a sidekick more of a partnership more just like two people hanging out and then you're like fuck who's that person shit I just talked with them Fuck. oh you mean Sarah <laughs> be like Sarah hey um, yeah that sounds Sarah, amazing bringer of dark Honestly, destroyer that's... of worlds consumer of evil and light <laughs> oh shit fuck that's that's where I knew you from oh I thought it was from that mixer we went to um, yeah, no, <laughs> that is, yeah, man, I don't want to be a superhero. That seems like so much work. You can't, cause you can't just like have it. You can't have an off day as a, you can't be mm-hmm. like, I'm going to play video games today. You know? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't handle that responsibility. That's so no, much. no, 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 thank you. Um, and Hey, dear listener, you know, if you're thinking about God, maybe I'll go watch the Snyder Cut, but Jesus, is it four hours? Do I need to take an intermission? Where should I go take an intermission? The intermission would actually be great, probably, if you took it right about the time the movie started it and remembered that you're watching it, that there are other things that you could watch in a shorter amount of time that would be more fulfilling. And then you go and do that instead. But then you're like, oh, my God, I'll never be able to, like, uh, know just specifically uh, why uh, Jason... I'll never get to see Jason Momoa surf a dude down a fucking building in Pripyat because... That's what it is. They just changed the name. And you know what? It does look cool, but you could YouTube it. And now you know to YouTube it because you came in here because you know what? We are too many flicks and we watch all the flicks. So that you don't have to. Bing, bang, bang. Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in again to another installment of Stream Theory. We really hope you are enjoying these, we really love making them for you. We know that we have changed up the segments and structure of the episodes a little bit. We would be so curious to hear your feedback. Also, maybe we haven't covered something that we should cover, or we just haven't talked about something, or you disagree with some of our opinions in these Stream Theories. Whatever the case, however you want to reach out and interact with us, You can do so on our social media pages. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as Too Many Flicks with the number two at the beginning and an X at the end. You can also find us at our Gmail account, which is toomanyflicks.chicago at gmail.com. We are also working on revamping the Patreon, getting a bunch of cool, new, fun ideas and merch and rewards up there for the people who do help us out over there a huge shout out to you all you're fantastic especially natalie cole who has been there since nearly day one all of you mean the world to us and thank you for your support there but we recognize that these are crazy times so not everyone can support financially doing something like commenting or liking or subscribing on whatever platform you're tuning in on means it's weight in gold to small podcasts like us and finally we know that it is an absolute madhouse out there And there are so many more important things that require 
your attention at this time. We just hope that we can provide you with a little reprieve, a little solace from the madness that has become our world, because it certainly functions as that for us, and we're happy to share that. We just want to finish by saying, it's crazy out there, we understand. Please wear your masks, please wash your hands, Black Lives Matter, and stay safe. We love you.